Alright, what's up, Coneheads? It's Friday. That was a little uh, little Key West action. Back in the day, I put Louie to sleep. <laughs> Poor Louie. Oh, man. Um, so, hey, good morning. It's our Brew Crew Friday edition. Who's ready for a break in this weather, huh? We've had a uh, eventful three weeks, it seems like. You can feel the cool air. It is shockingly cool here in Oldsmar. The wind is blowing in hard from the Arctic, not the attic. And everybody's going to have a pretty nice weekend. A little bit of snow, precipitation in the mountains. Can you believe it? We got some, <clears throat> we got some DDs heading up to the mountains. So please catch... Catch us up to date on the snow up there. So, hey, good morning, Kitchen. What's up down South Florida? What's Eric? What's up, Loretta Reed? We got our Conehead family in here. What's up, Richard Reamer from O'Galley, Carolina girl? Good morning. So, we got uh, things to talk about. All right, so the big news this is Louie, by the way. He's sleeping. He's Everybody thinks he, uh, <laughs> think he's on something half the time. He's, he's the most chill dog on the planet. 
What's up, Jamie? It is very brisk. What's up, David Barry Hill? How are the storms up there, David? Did they get bad? I know we had a tornado watch in the Carolinas yesterday and some severe weather up that way towards the end of the day. It was very deceiving yesterday because we had that frontal line come through and it looked pretty clear on the East Coast, but there's a little bit of energy left behind. So, yeah, SpaceX civilian crew of four. That's a big thing in the news. James, what's up, Cassano? How's it going, softball? What's up, Pam Rogers? Man, Louie is falling asleep. <laughs> All right, so the uh, big news, I guess we'll talk about a little bit of hurricane stuff, and then we'll talk about the weather. Um, yesterday, Colorado State University put out their hurricane predictions. And as we've been talking about for weeks, A, uh, the media really goes uh, cra crazy, I guess you might say, on uh, – you know, sharing the, the early season outlook, uh, it was above average as predicted. Um, and I'm going to show you that here in a second after uh, we say goodbye to Louie. <laughs> say bye, Louie. <laughs> He's a man. All right. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that. It's Colorado State University um, released a hurricane uh, predictions for 2022. And they did predict above average. And we're going to dig into that. So it's Friday here in Florida. Beautiful weather. We had a 100-degree heat index down in South Florida for two days straight. Uh, unheard of. They said that was way early uh, than ever. Um, so if you're down in South Florida, that more the, uh, uh, well, like both coasts, but really the um, southeast coast. Uh, man, we had 100-degree heat indexes for a couple of days. But the cold front did make its way through, and we're not going to see that today. So if you are in Florida, make sure you... Swing by your local ABC and pick up your weekend goodies. Big supporters of our page and uh, going on four years of supporting MWP. So we really appreciate it. Great family owned operated store here in Florida and uh, 138, I think, stores now. So make sure you check them out. Support them. They support us for sure, for sure, for sure. Hey, and look, check this out. So here's some Facebook stuff real quick. So tomorrow, nice little graphic Shelly put together for me. Um, I'll be down at Madeira Beach. They're doing a Hurricane Expo tomorrow. This is on Pinellas County of Florida on the West Coast. So that's at 10 o'clock. Um, so I'll be there. We're going to be giving away koozies and stickers. So if you're in the area, swing by. They're going to have a lot of guests, not just me. Uh, I mean, they're going to have official guests. I'm the unofficial guest. They're going to have official guests like Flood, local <laughs> Pinellas County Emergency Management likely. Uh, but anyway, Phil's coming, so we'll hand out some goodies for that. Uh, tomorrow um, what else we got we can showcase here so there's your 100 degrees temperatures by the way that was uh, uh, 100 degrees feel like temperatures from a couple days ago and uh, that was definitely um, in the news all right so let's pull up the Colorado State thing real quick get everybody what this is when the most amount of people are here so let me pull this up real quick and then we'll chit chat uh, some more about the weather. He's snoring, Caitlin. He does snore. Listen to him. Listen. Let's see if we can get it really close. Ready? All right. Let's see if he can snore in command. <laughs> All right. There he is right there. <laughs> he looks like a rat. <laughs> He's got the side eye thing going. He's a little guy. He's only nine pounds. Look at nine pounds. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. Let me pull it up big time. Then we're going to go to his Twitter page and we'll talk about it some more. Let's just pull it up big screen. There we go. All right. So if you are frequently on our brew crew 
morning show, our Daily Brew, we've been talking heavily about how I said if you could go to Vegas, bet it all because the season is going to be predicted above average. And it was. Um, so these are the numbers you probably saw all over the news yesterday. And uh, they're calling for 19 named storms. Season average is around 14. Remember last year they came out with a new 20-year, 30-year uh, average. Not 20, 30-year Um so these are averages from 1991 to 2020. And the 30-year average did increase. Remember last year, I think it went up. Uh, hurricanes went up. Majors stayed the same. So 30-year average hurricanes did increase a little bit. Um, but 19 named storms. 90 storm days. That's about 20 more than average. Nine hurricanes. 35 hurricane days. Four major hurricanes. The big number that a lot of the uh, Mets want us to all start using more is the accumulated cyclone energy. You might hear it referred to as ACE. That's the amount of um, strength of storms. Um, that's 160. And there you go. So that's uh, that's what the big news was yesterday. They uh, they update those numbers obviously as the season rolls on. But um, yeah, you know, we'll see. <laughs> season inching closer and closer. Um, we're going to uh, start seeing NHC Daily Outlooks here. These little guys, we're going to start seeing these posted May 15th. These will be posted uh, 2 o'clock, 8 o'clock every day, four times a day. So these will be starting in a month. A month from now. May 15th. Wow, right? That's Incredible. So, all right, let's go to Philip's Twitter page. Now, this is some of the reasoning behind the outlook. So, here's one of the reasonings. And this, I don't know if I can make it any bigger. Oh, I could, but then you lose his comments. I like to leave his comments up. That looks pretty good. Oh, my gosh, I like that. Oh, well, we got a spammer. Shelly, what was that all about? Were they trying to sell us something? <laughs> Um, anyway, all right, so here's here's the reasons that they are predicting an above average season. Now, we talk a lot about this on our uh, Daily Brew. Uh, these are your weekly Enzo uh, outlooks. This is La Nina and El Nino. La Nina is expected to hang around towards the peak of season. Now, we could be flirting around neutral, which means neutral. Um, but the big factor is El Nino, El Nino, not a good Spanish. I, I took three years of Spanish, by the way, and I could barely recite uh, one through ten. You ever wonder about that? What, what the heck, man? You go through school for three years and learn Spanish, and then um, you can't even remember hardly one word. Good morning, Jim Parker. Some weird investment. <laughs> um, hey, Eric, I'm talking about it. Gary. Um, good morning, Jim. Yeah. So lack of El Nino, <laughs> uh, indicates we have a little bit more above average season. Um, and this is their long range prediction on that. That's one big reason, um, for the, you know, increase. Other big reason is, um, water temperatures. Here's the water temperatures of the Pacific showing the cooler waters. When you have the cooler waters, the Pacific generally indicates, La Nina. Um, 
The other thing is water temps. And so far, average um, water temperatures have been increase, increasing on average. Um, so you add a little bit warmer water with the increased chances of um, La Nina neutral conditions, then you know obviously the, the predictions are going to be higher. So that's where we're at. So that's what they predicted. There's your uh, another ranking of uh, ACE index up a little bit. So he broke it all down, and uh, I can definitely 100% agree with um, them saying increased season. So another factor too we've been following a lot is um, the precipitation outlooks, and some of the precipitation outlooks have been showing a little bit more activity across the main development region. Uh, so there you go. That was big news. Now, listen, 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 listen. Some of the graphics that I use in my presentation, let me pull my presentation up here because I have to work on that after we're done with our awesome little TV show here. Um, so let me pull up our slides. And then he told me he only wants me to speak like 30 minutes, maybe. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I can, I can talk all day. At first he said 15. I'm like, no, we, we did way more. So I got to have to cut some slides. I got so much cool stuff, man. All right, so I'm trying to find. Here we go. All right. Here is my graphic showing a couple things that I think is important. All right. First off. This is funny. All right. So I made this graphic years ago. This was my 20... 19 hurricane outlook. There's going to be 0 to 20 name storms, 0 to 20 hurricanes, 0 to 10 majors. I was just basically mocking the fact that I used to not even listen to these uh, long range forecasts because A, nobody knows. I had an email today I had to respond to, but I had a, a, a master meteorologist from the government, big dog, email me that he really appreciates our page and everything. And he said that I think his quote was that his dad said he was a meteorologist, but the, his dad said that um, the only thing predictable about hurricanes is that they're unpredictable or something along those lines. It's a great quote. Um, so we have, nobody knows. So don't get worked up on these numbers is what I'm getting at. Um, you know, last year we had a lot of storms that popped up and then they disappeared super duper fast. So, you know, we, you hear the term fish storm, which I hate. They talked about that a lot yesterday. You know, uh, even though it doesn't hit the United States, we still have Bermuda, we still have Nova Scotia, we still have Newfoundland, we also have uh, ships. <laughs> so, but uh, I put this graphic together to showcase a couple things. One, uh, 1992, the first named storm was in August. Remember that one? That was Hurricane Andrew, Category Five. So it looked like a dead season, right? It only takes one. I know that's such a uh, silly statement to say, or you hear about it all all the time. Um, I didn't finish that page yet, but um. You hear it all the time, but it only takes one, right? Or you can have a season with 19 storms, and they're all fish storms, meaning they don't hit anybody. Uh, so don't 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 buy into worried about these numbers because, like I said, uh, 10 of them could end up being uh, harmlessly out to sea and don't affect anybody. So, so there'll be a bunch of predictions. There will be a bunch of hype. Social media can add more stress. Have a plan and just stay aware. Right? Good advice. I have to finish this one. This is a graphic, though. This one right here, this is from uh, Eric Burris. I've become uh, kind of liking him more and more. I follow him, and I, he does great updates on Twitter. Uh, Eric Burris put out a long-range forecast from West News over in um, Orlando. And as a matter of fact, let me see if I got the guy's business card. I believe the GM. I met the GM, I believe. 
somewhere. But make sure it's West News. Let's see, I actually keep business cards in a stash over here. Let me see. I, and I went and made business cards. Nah, I don't know where the hell it's at. Whatever. Not that big a deal. I'll find it later. But anyway, their, their long-range prediction was uh, Florida is the hot spot number one. Now, he had a lot of reasoning behind this. Uh, they do a lot of long-range forecasting. And uh, the pattern that he believes is setting up is, is a little bit of shift uh, towards Florida this year with these systems. So that's its one forecast. But, hey, you know, Florida number one. Number two hotspot, Coastal Carolinas. That's So I got that in my outlook. The other thing I want to show is this one. Then we're going to talk about weather. Um, so you hear about a, you hear about people saying it's only a Category One, right? So Florence was an amazing story of um, for me because it was out. And I'm going to show one more graphic after this. Uh, actually, let me find it. Let's find it. Where the heck is it? Where did it go? Let's see. There. Nope. These are all my slides. Nope. That isn't it. I got a ton of slides. I'm going to have to lose some slides. I put a lot of time in these slides. Oh, great. Now I'm all clicking away here. Where's my little button here to slide over here? I got to... Oh, I'm going to have to move this thing over. Or that might be the last slide. I don't know. No? I don't know. How do you get past this slide here? <laughs> there we go. Uh, that's it. Oh, where the heck is it? Maybe I don't have it. Oh, there it is. Woo, let's drink some coffee together. As we go to social night, we have, let's take a social. <laughs> I just lost everybody. So let's talk about two things. Uh, Florence, obviously, we have a lot of followers up in that neck of the woods on the Florida East, Florida East Coast, East Coast, South Carolina, um, low country. And, uh, Florence was a Category 4 way out in the Atlantic. Way out in the Atlantic. When it came off of Africa, everybody, and almost me, I think I might have said it too, that it looks like it's going to be a fish storm, right? Uh, hey, Lord Andrew, how's it going, buddy? Um, but look at these spaghetti models right here. Spaghetti models, right? We started seeing Florence, uh, a high pressure coming in. Some of the models had to go out to sea. Some of it had it going this way. But Florence grew to a Category 4 storm way out in the open Atlantic. It crossed over very cool waters, like 26 degrees Celsius, 78 degrees. Shouldn't, shouldn't have maintain but it did it grew it grew over cool waters right had a lot of wind shear to its north weird right water vapor didn't look too healthy there was a big and uh, dry pocket to the south and uh coming in from the backside and it was surrounded by a layer of saharan dust however florence was a category four and uh got a lot of media hype here's the thing though let me go back to this thing. It weakened to a category one on approach. And then I put, so did the hype. All of a sudden, Florence wasn't in the news much anymore. But it ended up causing $24 billion in damages uh, because of 
flooding. It stalled and um, was a big, 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 big mess. So don't get wrapped up in only category one. Irene, Isaac, Sandy, Hermine. Sandy was officially a one, believe it or not, when it made landfall. Matthew, Nate, and Florence. So anyway, and I always point this out, fall and football, early October, media seems to stop. It always seems that way. It seems like once fall and football rolls around, people stop focusing on the hurricane season. Uh, and plus, I say many have hurricane hangover by then. Ada was an example here in Pinellas. Even Michael for somewhat because it was October. But, you know, by October, people start to get burned out of hurricanes and all the media and all the hype and places like me talking 24-7 hurricanes. <laughs> um, and people kind of let their guards down in October. Next thing you know, we have Michael and uh, others through the years. So anyway, a little, little tidbit there of hurricanes. Hope you enjoyed it. I try to talk a little more <laughs> hurricanes as we get closer to the season. Um, so, uh, hey, Andrea Ross, that means a lot. Appreciate that. We've got a fan over on YouTube. So cheers to Louie. Somebody just says Cubs. Hey, it's opening day at the Rays, by the way. Go Rays. If we've got any Rays fans on Sunday. I'll be heading there Sunday with the family. Um and I tweeted a picture. They actually responded. I can't believe it. Um, Sarah's birthday is next week. Um, but the Rays actually tweeted it, which is great. Let me find it. And I was going to show you a picture because we're going to make another sign. Here it is. So there we are. This was last year. Mass. But... Sarah had a sign. It's my birthday. So anyway, we're going to be in section 145 of the Rays on Sunday. If you're around, come by. We're tailgating. <laughs> that means I might be in rare form. Shelly, uh, no live videos from the Rays game. Okay, please tell Julie to take my phone away. <laughs> Mark Hall, exactly. It was the opposite. And another graphic that I show, and they, they, they featured this yesterday in the Hurricane Conference. Um, all the see they made they made a graphic I wish I could find um, I have a graphic that's, that all four landfalling category five hurricanes were all, only a tropical storm three days out well they have a graphic from all storms that were 150 miles an hour meaning upper end fours which included Ida from last year um, not and not landfall but all except one they said were tropical storms three days out so rapid intensification is a real thing. Um, and you don't want to peak at the at the wrong time because uh, the farther away a system is out in the open Atlantic, it's really hard to maintain uh, structure for very long. I was make sure mother-in-law texts me. I always read mother-in-law's texts. <laughs> um, so anyway, anything else going? Oh, we had tons of tornadoes. Yes, terrible tornadoes. Um, this week out and I did go storm chasing yesterday. Let me show you this real quick. Had some pretty cool footage. I don't know if anybody used it or not. Um, I was streaming live, if you remember. Uh, and then we're gonna talk about the big bad weather coming next week. Um, for sure, there's storms coming. This one might. Well, unfortunately, it's inching towards um, uh, possibly um, Upper Gulf, Louisiana, on a brain fart there. Guys, right, so here's a cool picture. 
So I was at the Publix here at Racetrack Road in Tampa, and the frontal line came in over me. And it's like a like a really uh, incredible video here. So I'll leave that play a little bit. Um, then we'll talk about the severe weather coming next week again. You know, we're in a repeat. Um, we had a repeat pattern weekly. Hey, John Ferguson, how's it going over there? Um, yeah, my live was short, but we were we were live from Oldsmar. There's that tornado warned cell right there, um, and we were watching it on a radar scope. And then, as I was live, I got a tornado warning in my area. That's the second time I've been at Arioles Park when the tornado warning went off. <laughs> so uh, that's twice now. We got a good track record of uh, going to the park and being in. Um, uh, tornado warning. Okay, let's see if we pull it up here. So we'll go to YouTube. Don't forget we're live on YouTube. Here's our live stream. Let me turn it up so I can hear it. I want to make sure. So let me get to the part. So let's see here. Listen. Hmm. I haven't watched it yet. I, mean, I don't even know if it made it live or not. It's still choppy, I know. Internet connection was probably terrible. It was bad. Real bad. Terrible. But anyway, we're talking we're talking about the radar scope. Still got a very interesting looking couplet right here. Okay, there you go. North of Palm Harbor. Alright, so then I show <laughs> it. Coming in and then and then she just messed that actually was about three minutes Palm later. Talk about my mom. Lightning. And then listen. This, uh, oh, there it is. Tornado morning. What I tell you? And then it went dead. Weirdest thing. Same exact thing happened when I had my umbrella incident. When the tornado warning came across my phones, I lost internet. It's like almost there's an internet hiccup when a tornado warning or for my live. Uh, maybe uh, it overtakes live streaming. Well, anyway, I, I lost my live feed. But so that's right, Luann. I said I gotta go. <laughs> All right, so you know, short term, here's a scoop. Let's talk about temperatures. Uh, it's going to be windy. I had this weird idea of possibly taking the boat down to Madeira Beach for the expo tomorrow, but that ain't happening. Here's why. So we have our Arctic air flying down south, and look at these winds. These are 30, um, well, you can just click on it, 36-mile-an-hour gusts, 34-mile-an-hour gusts. No good, well, no good boat day. No, 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 no. <laughs> so it's going to be windy. That's a sign of a cold front that's passed. And we're going to have a, a bunch of Arctic air. Remember the one day I called it um, Attic Air? What's up, Trent Hogg? How's the old uh, Eastlake doing today? Smokey says your plants are happy. Yep. I made a mistake and bought some plants at Lowe's that need water like every day. Hey, David from Maryland. How you doing, man? Good. Thanks for tuning in. Um, mark all your arms old. Dave, uh, let's check and make sure I miss any comments. I can only do this this time of year because, holy moly, when we start talking hurricanes and get three, four, five, six, seven thousand people watching, it's impossible to keep up with comments, but I try. People on Twitter are watching. They can't even comment. All right, so the winds, uh, let me back out just a tick. These are winds uh, throughout the day today. Really, really windy tonight. Holy cow, we got a little high. Look at that. 
Man, oh man, there's going to be some big old winds rolling in the, the Panhandle and Big Bend tonight. So very uh, windy here. This is this evening. If you got any Friday night plans tonight, it's going to be windy across the upper Gulf. Big time. Winds along the East Coast, ripping in. Look at that. So windy night. That's tonight. Tomorrow, midday. Let's just fast forward a little bit. Tomorrow. Here's noon tomorrow. Still Arctic air blowing in from the Gulf. A little calm here in West Texas, East Texas. But frontal line kind of lingers a little bit finally gets that final push so we have basically another day of uh, windy weather here tomorrow sunday oh look at that big old blob of wind this is sunday or saturday night and sunday morning anybody fishing i think it was a wasn't there a kingfish tournament or something sunday isn't bad so I think, I thought I heard, look at a little high pressure system blowing in. That's pretty neat. Look at it. You can see it right here. Clear as day. Look at this. Where's my little pointer at? It's not working today. That's not good. No pointer. No pointer today. Oh. Come on, pointer. Oh, well. Don't really need it today. High pressure. You can see it spinning clockwise. So Sunday's not too bad wind. Somebody mentioned snow. It's going to snow in Smokies. I posted that on my page earlier. Let's pull that one up. Here you go. This was uh, earlier today I posted this. Um, so very, very, very good likelihood of snow in the Smokies. Uh, now, whether or not it sticks is tough because, you know, the sun angle and things are warming up. Ground's a little warm. Um, hey, Harold, look at Martinsville. Looks pretty darn good, I believe. Um, yo, hell, man, how you been, buddy? Thought about you the other day, man. Hope things are good down in South Florida. Almost time for hurricane season. And uh, did you get moved into your new house yet? Hope so. It stresses you out, I'm sure. Tonight's rum and cigar night. <laughs> uh, Doug Barrel's 2,000 kids coming out for a cupcake run. That sounds like fun. Hey, look at my wife brought me the other day. She says, no, this is a sign of a good woman. <laughs> She told me yesterday we met in the parking lot. Uh, Sarah had her dentist appointment, and um, she says, I got a surprise for you. So she comes home. You know what it was? <laughs> Never had one. Ever. So I'm, I'm trying to find out if there's sugar in it. But let's open it up and find out. I'm excited. I got to put these in the cooler. We're going to the second Friday tonight, by the way. There's a uh, Oldsmar once a month celebration down at um, Oldsmar. So if you're in the area, come by. We're going to bring the dogs out tonight. Oh, man, I'm getting old. You know it's old when you got to whip out your cell phone to read things. Let's see, 100, 100 calories. I wonder if they're getting into the... Um, uh, that's a funny that there's... Really, no. Um, he says their sun's getting four inches of snow. What? Well, yeah, so there you go. Anyway, that, that's pretty good. That's mountain snow all the way up to PA, uh, up the Appalachian Mountains. So if you're going to Gatlinburg, pretty good chances. There's three inches on the Euro, three inches on the GFS still. I've been showing this all week. So it's definitely panning out for some mountain snow for the Smokies. All right. So we got that. We got good weather. Look at, let's, you know, let's look at uh, the next 48 hours. I guess we can look at uh, radar. 
Then we do have big storms for next week, and uh, we'll, we'll get heavy into that here in a minute. Um, it's a it's a it's it's more it's a little bit more classic tornado alley system that's going to have a bigger tilt in the jet stream, and it might be more of a northern upper to northern tornado threat like Kansas and you know the flyover states that Jason Aldean sings about that I don't don't even tell me don't even ask me what where they are on a map <laughs> once you get past Oklahoma I don't know any of those states even when Harold was talking to us and he was from Idaho I had to look up I forgot where Idaho was that's <laughs> Uh, you know, you learn all that stuff in school, and it's like, if you, you know, where, where did he go? <laughs> Why am I dumb? <laughs> all right, so here's the radar for the next 48 hours. All right, here's what we got. 48, look at that. Look at that front. You can see it down there. Oh, unfortunately, I'm sure we got cruisers down there in um, the Bahamas. Make sure you follow a guy on Twitter. His name is James Van Fleet. James Van Fleet. He is the chief meteorologist for Royal Caribbean. And he does daily updates on everything. So if you're if you're cruising Royal Caribbean, you got to follow James Van Fleet on Twitter because he's always giving you live updates, video, morning video, uh, weather um, you know, updates here. Here we go. Here's James right here. And fleet, let's dive into your Caribbean forecast so you know what you're rolling up to this morning or what your sea day looks like. I Perfect stuff. So, so unfortunately, let's take a look at live radar. It does look like we're getting some uh, rains down there in the, uh, oh, just, let's go to satellite radar. I love satellite radar. No, I don't like that satellite radar. I like Google radar. Google radar is my friend. It's my friend. All right, let's take a look. And there is our front way down yonder. So it passed through Florida and it is currently around Marsh Harbor. Just got passed through Freeport. That means the winds are coming. It might inch in towards Nassau. There you go. All right. Back to next week though. All right. So Here's what we got. This is the 48-hour rain forecast. Let's go. There's our upper-level low, bringing in the snow chances tonight. And a little bit of rain, a little bit of moisture. Look at that. You can see it. This we're focusing right here. Watch the spinach. That's tonight into Saturday. Look at that, man. Beautiful. A lot of snow. Could be some snow in Knoxville area, Tennessee. Tonight and tomorrow. And some of this snow could continue to fall throughout the day tomorrow. It's not that classic overnight snow and it's gone. This is actually, we're going to have flurries throughout the day tomorrow. It's been showing up a lot. So the good news is tomorrow, uh, you know, late season snow like this, if you wake up, it might be melted the time you, you wake up. But this snow is actually going to linger throughout the day tomorrow. It's been showing up like this very consistently. Um, and then it's going to be slowly out of here by Sunday morning. So Sunday, there's Zippo on the radar. So there, there's the only place really getting precip. Um, tomorrow we got a little bit of lingering leftovers, maybe flying through Florida, but nothing that's even good. A couple of drips and drops, and it'll be gone. So that's pretty cool. But here's what they're watching for next week. Uh, Monday things really start brewing, and they already have a long range day four, day five, day six. Uh, here's day four, day five, 
day six. Now, the only worrisome about day six is it's starting to get into lower Gulf and Louisiana close to Mississippi. This would be Wednesday. So this has been, we talked, we hinted up on this on Wednesday. I didn't want to go into it too much because of, we were ongoing with tornadoes, but definitely this is being watched. Now, without my pointer, this is the big question mark. This southeast, this system's going to pull north. More classic pulling up action from the Gulf, uh, wherever Kansas is at. <laughs> um so the question mark is going to be, you know, south, southeast. So this is, this is two things. All right, we'll look at long-range radar. So the one thing I had my eye on is this. Next week, Thursday, Friday, we could have another front lingering that's going to get a push through. Remember, next week's Easter. So here's what we got. You can kind of see it brewing. This is Monday. It's kind of hard to see on radar maps. We'll look at more um, surface air maps. But... There's our big surge. So it's hard to see on this map. But obviously we're the storm threats right here. But what I was wanting to show is this. And now it's back again. It didn't it last night it didn't show it. So here's Thursday morning. Now all this is lifted on out of here, this severe storm threat. But then we get in another front, kind of like we saw this week. So the question's gonna be toward the end of next week. This is next Friday morning. This is what I've been watching. We obviously got the severe storm threat going on one day, Tuesday, Wednesday, but Thursday, Friday, it can get a final push here. We might see a front try to make its way across um, the East Coast and maybe down into Florida. So that's, you know, it flattens out here, but, ugh, you know, here's the weekend, and we could see um, this thing flatten out, bringing some moisture. So that's next weekend, but seven days from now, and it's been really consistently now showing that so severe storm threat middle week then a frontal line pushing itself eastward let's see what the old gfs i don't even know why i'm using this one here's um same thing and you can see it right there let's go to levi's site so we're gonna look at the severe some other better maps here that i can look at for that kind of stuff but let's look at that flattening out rain for next week here's what the gfs shows kind of the same thing so obviously Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. Uh, it's hard to tell on these maps because you got to look at stuff more like vorticity maps and upper level wind maps. But this is Monday. This is our storm area. And, and by Wednesday, we're going to be watching possibly here's Wednesday, you know, more storm threats. Um, so kind of see it here. This is Tuesday night, Wednesday. Tuesday could be the day. A lot of people chit-chatting about Tuesday being the, the biggest of the day. And it does touch Louisiana right now. So... Uh, and that's why we showed that SPC map for Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, but here's that last push front, and you can kind of see it flatten out. Here it is Friday, and gets on out here. So it's not really consistent on that yet. Zero, zero, Z last night. So, you know, not seeing this. Consistently, we're not seeing a severe storm threat past Wednesday. The system pulls way, way, way north, and... Um, um, but looking at the upper, upper level air patterns, since, uh, we're seeing this big dip here, we can take a look at that. Let's take a look at the 500 real quick. Um, and you can see this coming in to play next week. Where are we? 
Oh, let's see, Saturday, Monday. This one's not showing. Well, there it is. There's, there's our lift right there. Um, and it's really tilting here. This is on Tuesday. So there's, you know, there's just a big dip down in the jet again. This one's going to pull up a little bit more uh, energy to the north and stretch it to the east. And uh, it's been pretty consistently showing that. There it is. Barreling in. Middle week. Kind of pushing some storms out. So we could see some storm threats. You know, here's Thursday. Thursday, there's our frontal line setting up. So we could see some storm threats Thursday in the Mississippi heading into uh, the southeast a little more. So there's your timing. Obviously, Wednesday, upper Gulf, Louisiana. And then the frontal line develops Thursday. Flattens out. Could bring some storms possibly into the weekend though, across this upper Gulf. So, so the weekend forecast next weekend definitely watching. Uh, when I say the south and east, I don't. It looks like the Florida Peninsula might be escaping this one this time. Maybe because <laughs> since Sunday, it's showing another little pop through there, a little another little low uh, coming in. So, lot, lots of weather next week. This is an interesting little feature coming in. This is Sunday of next week on Easter. Hmm. 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 Let's take a look at that. So anyway, what are we talking about? Anything else? Every week, Debbie. Weather every week. I know, Debbie. We have weather every week. Michelle's in the yellow area every day. <laughs> Easter time's coming. Anything else I missed while I got wrapped into... Nothing. So yeah, let's let's look at the old trusty windy map here. So we got definite things. Clear and cool. Check out these temperatures for um, Sunday morning. Sunday morning temperatures here for the southeast. This is amazing. Here it is. All right, Sunday morning. Let's zoom in here and bring this one up. As you can hear, Hunter in the background. Sunday morning official National Weather Service temperatures. We have probably going to hit 30s in rural spots, northern Florida, likely. 47 around Mobile, Alabama. Low 50s across uh, Hillsborough County, Tampa. 58. Possibly in Miami. 49 for Daytona Beach. Eric Kilmer, good morning. Thank you for the stars, buddy. Weather worn, buddy, buddy, buddy. Um, so this is crazy, right? So there you go. 30s across the large chunk of the south here. So And 20s in the Smokies. Obviously, they're getting snow. But that's, uh, you know, that's, that's what we got coming for cool weather. Let's take a look a little closer to um, FLA here. I love saying FLA. I can say it. I do. I love saying it. I hate that sound. Uh, this is okay. That's natural weather. Let's look, take a look at the euro. Euro is showing about the same. Fifty-one for Tampa. See what the euro says here. So the euro is showing 39 around Jacksonville. 
42 around Ocala in Gainesville. 40s in Orlando. This is Sunday morning. Saturday night. Get that fire pit ready. 51 here. Going to be in the 50s even across Pinellas County. 52 down in Bradenton. 49 and around Fort Myers for Eric. 50s across the whole southeast coast of Florida on Sunday morning. Low 40s across the top. So that's coming. And now we're going to look at the windy map. This is interesting. I want to see what we have showing up. So we got big storms coming. Man, Hunter. Hey. <laughs> Dogs. Hey, Ashley Nagel. Good morning. Vicki Hill. Thank you. Good morning. No beach weather. Thank you, Loretta Reed. Thank you for watching. Appreciate that. What's up, Bill and Lauderdale? How's it going? Storms are brewing. All right, let's show you this real quick. All right, so we know storms are coming Monday. We know storms are coming Tuesday. This is this is the day that lots of folks are thinking might be the biggest biggest day of the outbreak would be Tuesday. Our low poles north. There's Kansas. <laughs> There's Nebraska. There's Missouri. <laughs> but Louisiana, we got a lot of people in Louisiana. So Tuesday could be the stormy day, definitely. Um, so that would be that that could be interesting. As a matter of fact, the Storm Prediction Center, I think, is starting to talk about a 30% maybe being um, introduced. To, it's probably more Tuesday, Wednesday night. Large hail, damaging winds, tornadoes. Um, tornadoes through Tuesday evening. So it looks like Tuesday, definitely less talk, less talk of tornado. Well, Wednesday they're talking tornadoes. But anyway, all right. So this will be the day to watch Tuesday. A little bit of storm chances on Wednesday will remain across the area. And then here's that front's coming down. Let's see what this thing looks like. There's Wednesday. That's the frontal line. That's kind of what we saw this week, the um, frontal line fueling things up. So there's our Wednesday storm through. So we got multiple days, unfortunately, across uh, the upper Gulf in Louisiana northward. This is Wednesday, and this is Tuesday. So definite back-to-back -back days of weather here. Oh, it's really starting. This is Wednesday, 11 p.m. Here's our frontal line coming in. So it does push Thursday past Louisiana. This is our frontal line coming in. Now it's going to flatten out, but still could be some storms coming in off of the Gulf of Mexico. Again, nearing the Florida Panhandle Thursday night. Again. Pensacola again. This is overnight Thursday, midnight. So we'll have to watch for that. There's our front flattening out. This is Friday 1. Now, see this one kind of flattens out. This is the East Coast on Friday. Nothing for the peninsula. But we're getting a little, little bump here coming across that's going to be possibly rebounding this system and push it through Florida on Sunday. Watch this. This is Saturday. Again. Storms across the upper Gulf. And then Sunday, here's that final push. 
Look at that, man. God, are you guys sick of weather? This is Sunday, 3 a.m. So Louisiana, you got storms Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But you need the rain. <laughs> Not the storms go with it. Here's Sunday morning. Oh, man, that could be interesting. That's a long way away to predict, talk about, but we're showed here anyways. Here's that final push through Florida Sunday, Easter. The bunny, what's the bunny going to do? Uh, you know, it's a long way away. I'm not going to share that yet. But we are confident, though, that the front's going to flatten out and um, bring action probably Thursday, Friday for the upper golf. That secondary little bump, we'll have to see if that's really going to happen or not. But we definitely know that we have storms coming uh, Tuesday, Wednesday across the upper golf and maybe lingering Thursday, Friday as it flattens out. I, mean, I hope, I don't know. I talk out loud. I don't know if anybody even listens. <laughs> All right, what else we talk about? Um, What's up, Cindy from Venice? Not the planet. I know where Venice is at. Mirtha, enjoy your weekend. You too. What else we want to talk about? As we wind into the 10-10 hour, I have a lot to do here this morning. Um, hey, check it out. Furman added a new link. I have to show everybody. They have the power outage map now. I'm going to link it on our site. They have the power outage map on their website now. So if you ever forget where the power outage map is on my site, you can always go to Furman's site and click it and track your state to the county. There's only 86 people in Pinellas County without power right now. Whoa! What the hell was that? Somebody chatting me. That's on Furman's site. So we have uh, only 86 people out of power in Pinellas County right now. Five people are out of power in Hernando. How would you like to be five out of 100,000 without power? <laughs> There's only three people without power in Sarasota right now. Three people out of 300,000 people have no power. <laughs> Charlotte County, there's only one person out of How would you like to be that guy in Charlotte County? One person in Charlotte County has no power. Only one guy. So right now he's sitting out in front of his house drinking a coffee, complaining to his neighbors. <laughs> and he's the only one in the county without power. <laughs> hey, what does flatten out mean? Good, good question. So flattening out means when we get these frontal lines that come in at an angle the low pressures obviously it's it's they're low pressures but they're also dips in the jet stream but when you see the classic frontal line that comes through um you know pushes southeast the low pressure system is in the dip in the atmosphere is still low enough that it's creating these frontal lines at more of a you know 45 degree angle that come down when a low pressure system pulls north um it a pulls the storms no more north. That's what they're talking a lot about with this more mid Midwest threat for uh, tornadoes. Um, but it also changes the angle of the front more as it goes to the northeast, and you get a <laughs> you get high pressure. So you get high pressure building back in from the Gulf. Low pressure pulls out more to the northeast, and it kind of pushes the front like a moon. <laughs> because now it's wrapping around the low that's pulling away and high pressure is coming in 
Um, so it's, it's basically, when it's flattened out, it just means the front, the Atlantic high starts to roll around. You, you know, the, high, the winds, you'll see it on the windy map here. Let me show you. It's really cool. Let's look at it on the windy map. Uh, when I say flattened out, though, it's not that typical 45-degree front that you see coming through the state. And, and typically this time of year, the fronts do flatten out. And uh, early season, it's, it's, it's like you get a front that comes down. And when these fronts that do come down, like this guy right now. All right. So this front did not flatten out. This is the front we just had. What you see here is this front to push through Florida. Kind of rare, right? This front's going to linger for a few days. This energy. Now, the birth of tropical systems, most of the time in May and uh, June and late season, October, lots of times these aren't tropical waves that start tropical systems. They're old frontal boundaries like this right here. So, I wish I had a little pointer, man. The one day I want my pointer and he working. Come on, pointer. Well, anyway, so these old frontal boundaries that you're seeing here, this one did not flatten out. It's typical 45 degree. That's not a scientific, it's not 45. It's just close to 45. <laughs> these, set, these, these are uh, areas that linger down there and they'll actually start spinning up low pressure systems. And once you start getting a little spinach, a little low pressure system forms, and that's where we get birth of tropical systems early season. Next week's front doesn't make it through all the way down here, and it'll actually flatten out like this. Um, it, the low pulls out quicker, not enabling it to push down south. So when you get a flattening out front, now two things are going to happen. Now, that actually buys time for this system to try to get going. If we have back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back fronts, there's too much wind shear in the upper atmosphere because these fronts bring a lot of wind shear. And when you have a lot of wind shear, it's very hard for systems to develop any type of circulation because they get torn apart. Because this system is going to flatten out, it appears, for next week, then this one will have time to muster and possibly get going. And this is how early season systems get going. And we're entering May. We've had a system in May the last eight years. And they're talking about an increased season. A lot of that's due to the fact they expect storms to develop a little bit more in um, May. So we can look at the windy map here. Let's see if we can talk about that a little bit more. So here is next Wednesday, and you can see high pressure dominating. Our lows pulling out. That's going to enable our frontal line to pretty much flatten out. There's our basic front that's flattened out, right? But that also, let's go to a shear map here. This I didn't look at any of this stuff yet, but... We're going to Levi's site, Tropical Tidbits, and we're going to take a look at wind shear. Um, we have not used a wind shear map this year. Um, right now, you can see a tremendous amount of wind shear. These are your upper level winds coming in um, from the west, upper, upper jet stream. And see, next weekend, you get this little period. This is Monday the 18th. This is 10 days from now. So so next week when our front flattens out, see this area now is now, uh, there's a lot less wind shear in the atmosphere. Now, we didn't have a front system come down per se. Um, so ne if next week's front flattens out, that enables the up upper jet stream to relax a little bit. This is next Monday. And you get a little window, you know, of, of you know, 
light shear. When you get light shear, you get the window of, but then here comes a possible another front. So it's very tough for these early season systems to get going. And if I had my dang pointer, 99% uh, of these systems will get pulled up and then they race out of here because the next front comes, picks it up, pulls it out. So what you usually see this time of year is a front that makes it through, a flattening front, a front that makes it through, a flattening front. So you get a front that makes it through, leaves it behind a little low, the next front flattens up, gives this little guy time to develop, then the next front comes down, picks it up, pulls it out, and it's usually gone like the wind as it races off to the um, northeast. 99% of our early season May systems are all in this area here, and they pretty much all go this way because the next week's front picks it up and pulls it out. <laughs> anyway, Dale Jr.'s racing tonight. I know, he's running the Hellman's... Hellman uh, uh, mayonnaise car. Somebody wants to know the current drought. They did release a new drought index yesterday, and unfortunately, it's not... I don't understand how we can still be in a drought in some spots, but we are. Here's the East Coast, Southeast Coast, and uh, North Carolina is still showing its severe drought. Florida is starting to show severe drought in spots. We know, I do know, and then Georgia. I mean, look at this. So anything brown is called moderate drought. Orange is uh, severe drought. And we are starting to get that in Florida. Um, and I do know people are chiming in from South Florida here. They're saying they're not getting anything. So they're unfortunately, uh, even Pinellas County showing up with that moderate drought. But man, my lake is full. I don't know how that happens. Maybe it didn't count this week's rain. But anyway, there's a current drought for Florida. So we do have, you know, Collier, Collier County is showing up severe drought. And going back here, we even still have Louisiana and Texas parts. Uh, pretty significant drought. This is extreme drought across lower Louisiana. And see, this is what this doesn't make sense. It seems like you guys are always getting storms and weather and rain and tornadoes and hurricanes, and but yet you're in an extreme drought. That's wild. Much of the state, uh, severe extreme drought. Texas definitely always dealing with some sort of drought somewhere in Texas. But there you go. Interesting stuff. Mother Nature. Got to love it. <laughs> Good morning from Cabo San Lucas. Hey, Bill. Good morning, man. That sounds fun. One hour until SpaceX. That's pretty cool. SpaceX has, uh, I was going to say citizens, but that sounds too technical for me, so I'm going to say people. <laughs> four, four people are flying up to the space station. Hey, did anybody see uh, Elon Musk's cowboy uh party last night the tesla party from texas the opening of the new facility oh my god did that guy have fun or what that was so cool man the energy at that factory from the the opening of the, the tesla plant was incredible so i don't know if you saw any of it but um it was really neat what they called rodeo roto road cowboy rodeo or something i don't know <laughs> Uh, anything else we talk about? Civilian crew. Did I say citizens? <laughs> the citizens of Earth. Hey, we got new UFO data out too. I heard big time in the news. Huh? 
No rain in Cabo. No, Bill. Uh, no rain. Oh, anything else we can chit-chat about? Um, Lord Andrew, I saw your comment the other day. What's up? Teresa got me some coffee and donuts. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well, there you go. So remember, you can always catch the podcast here. We got podcasts. You'd like to listen to whatever I ramble about. You must be extremely bored if you do. <laughs> I got everybody going on the seltzers last night. I was in the mood. I lost I lost my 10 pounds that I gained during our MWP cruise, finally. It took me five days of no carbs. That means I've, I'm very good. I had pizza flatbread last night, but uh, sticking to the to the Jack and Seltzers, and uh, it worked. So I I guess I broke some rule yesterday. It was National Beer Day, and I was um, drinking Seltzers. Hey, there's the Rays. Everybody's excited about the Rays. Um, Talladega's coming up. Oh, we got Jimmy Buffett rocking out here on Twitter. St. Pete, Clearwater. What else we got? They have not responded. I'm trying to get a like from... Budweiser, but they did not. So, anyway, all right. <laughs> Have a good, great weekend. Tropics will be here before you know it. We'll be watching long range models, and uh, we talked a lot. Of, so, if you just joined, we talked a lot in the beginning about the Colorado State University. Uh, this is good satellite imagery. Let's let's pull this up big screen as we say goodbye. I got all these cool links that are probably impossible to ever find but there's the goes east and we can zoom in on conal us i didn't know what conus was until 1250 is probably a good size there we go let me uh that's kind of good i guess i i don't know why my scroll bar i'll just leave it right there that's an odd looking shape that's a <laughs> there's our front that's a crazy, crazy, crazy little. Sounds like a crater, like a, like a. Man, let's 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 pull up a smaller one of that. Is that? All right, this is better probably. There we go. Not high resolution, but that's a wild looking satellite. There's your there's your frontal line in South Florida, and uh, <laughs> got a, got a circle of clouds. That's probably a, uh, what is that? Is that a high pressure system or a low pressure system? I don't even know. Let's take a looky. It's a, it's a low pressure system. That's bringing all the snow. Bet you we can see that on our windy map. Let's take a look at the no school map. Let's see if we can pick up on that low pressure system. There it is. Probably more middle atmosphere. Oof. Oof. <laughs> wow that's pretty that'd be a cool little uh shot play a little Jimi hendrix <laughs> hey keisha can't hardly wait tjf Loretta. yep have a good one remember second friday in oldsmore tonight uh yeah i did did i go live last night oh my god i did <laughs> andy appreciate that enjoy the weekend you too man thanks for saying hello um, thank you, David. Appreciate that. Mark Hall, a year goes by extremely fast. You're correct. Ryan says they live in Seminole, had a lot of rain 
I know. How could there be a drought? It might be overall, you know, overall mass of land. It's not just particular areas. Um, is there anything else? Cool. All right. Anything else? What's the weather like up there? Where? Up here? It's nice. <laughs> yeah, so if you are on TikTok, I am on TikTok. And I actually, um, I think, I think it's growing. It'll take a while. I did have 147,000 on that one. That was pretty big, actually. So I'm going to stick with it. You know, I, I used to only get 100, 200. Now I'm getting three, four, five thousand, fifteen thousand. So you know, eight thousand. So if you're on TikTok, I'm gonna I'm gonna do more weather updates on there. They're only one minute long. I also share the same video on Instagram for their reels. Um, so if you click on reels, uh, I put the same stuff on there, and. Uh, People like them, so. And I do post some crazy stuff on there. I probably shouldn't. Whatever. I, you know. So afraid anymore. <laughs> you just never know. Me and Shelly have the best story ever. Getting, getting in trouble on social media for the most silliest thing ever. Computers don't have a sense of humor. Hey, Trent, if you see Emily, uh, tell her her room is a mess. It's embarrassing. No, no, no good looking baseball player, smart baseball player in the world will ever go out with a girl that has a room that dirty. And by dirty, I'm talking about dresser has zero clothes in them. They're all on the floor. <laughs> I, I, I'd actually clean my fish tank i'm so in love with my fish tank right now you guys know the story about my fish tank it popped a leak the other uh, couple um months ago had to fix it now i'm taking really good care of it so i went in there to take care of emily's and i you know she got a little fish and i made sure it had clean water and um I, you literally are walking on um clothes walking on clothes can you believe that all right so let me take a picture of my fish tank here just to give everybody an update, because a couple weeks ago, you knew I had a spring leak. But there's my freshwater fish tank. We, we've had that fish tank before kids. Julie had that when I first met her in 99 and um, had junk in it. And I'm like, I'm going to get that fish tank running. And uh, I did. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, definitely tell, tell her. She'll get us so embarrassed. I love to embarrass her. You guys had a tornado warning yesterday. It was, it was wild. Actually, I thought I was live on my fa Facebook feed, but Emily called me. She says, is it going to storm? I'm like, I said, you guys are probably going to be under a tornado warning. Five minutes later, they had to do a duck and cover at the school. Uh, Ryan, thank you. The pick of the flag. Yeah, somebody made me that. Can you see it? That's made out of wood. That's wood stained and uh, etched. That was a gift. I have this paddle up here. You can't really see it. I don't want to take it down. Well, I can spin it over here. You can kind of see it. This, I think the gentleman was from Wisconsin. It's a handmade paddle with our wood logo cut in there. That must have took forever. 
Then, of course, I have the uh, Hurricane Hunter beer, which I'm anxiously waiting on. Hopefully, we got our third series coming out. So. All right. Well, have a great day, everybody. Uh, thanks for watching. And um, we really appreciate it. Appreciate all the YouTubers over there. Donna, appreciate that. We're slowly growing on YouTube. That means a lot. There's a lot of people that uh, are finding us over there. And uh, hello to all the Twitter people watching, too. So we'll be doing this every day, talking hurricanes. Richard, yeah, I agree. I, hey, I posted a picture once in our little brew crew meeting um, room, and everybody, 95% of the people said, yep, that's the way it is. So, <laughs> Michelle, hey, that sounds like a plan. So, yeah. So one, one last thing, people ask us all the time how to uh, support the page. We got the uh, link above me, but to click on it, go to the website. You can be a subscriber. We have a lot of perks. A lot of people uh, have people subscribe and they don't do anything. We actually have a lot of perks that we try to give people. We mail Christmas cards. Um, we send stickers. We send T-shirts to the Cat 5s. We send koozies to the Cat 3s. Um, we give merchandise decounts. Uh, Cat 5 subscribers get the access to the app, the app for free for the year. So... Uh, we really appreciate all that, and uh, it's what keeps us going. So check it out. Appreciate it. Have a great, wonderful weekend. It's going to be lovely out there. Put your Easter stuff out. Julie put ours out, so we're kind of in the mood here with Easter. And we'll be back live Monday if you're going to the Hurricane Expo. I'll see you. If you're going to Oldsmar uh, second Friday tonight, we'll see you. Sunday, if we're at the Rays game, we'll see you. <laughs> and I'm going to sign off, so see you. <laughs> Bye-bye.